Hey everybody, welcome in. Ashley, what inspired you to start to learn how to play the piano? And what music speaks to you? Let's start with that. Okay, let's see. I have to go way back to the depths of childhood. Um, so when I was younger, I had, uh, I have a really, really big family on both sides. So my mom's side of the family is like really large. She has a lot of siblings. I have a lot of cousins, lots of aunts and uncles and same with my dad's side. Um, and when I was pretty little, I, my whole family, we lived with my grandparents and they had a, like an old baby grand piano in their house. And so I always loved this piano. I loved how it looked. I love how it sounded. Like it was just really beautiful beautiful to me. And I had an aunt on one side of the family and a cousin on the other side of the family that we lived very close to. And both of them were like in the four to six years older than me range. And I just like adored them and looked up to them and thought that they were like the coolest human beings on the planet. Uh, and they both played the piano and I would watch them and like, just sit in awe. And I think a lot of it came from wanting to be like them, but I think also I just, I remember feeling connected and just like, I don't know, like it was something I wanted, to, I wanted to be able to do. I saw, like, I, I remember watching their fingers and thinking like their fingers looked so long and it was just so incredible that they could move them around and that like this beautiful sound could come out of the instrument. And so I was inspired, I guess you could say by other people. I was inspired by other people to want to learn. And I was younger, I was four and my mom found someone who would teach me. And I had this teacher who would like, I had, I wish I still had the notebook. I had it up through high school and then I, I lost track of it, but it was like, um, like a spiral notebook. And she would just literally like write out the notes and write out the finger numbers. And that's how she taught me. So I didn't have a book in the beginning. Um, she would just write them out for me, which I really wish now that I could see that and like see how she was doing that from a, an instructional perspective. Um, but yeah, that's how that's how I got started. And that's what inspired me to learn um, and what, what music speaks to me. Well, that's a good question. I think honestly, like most music speaks to me. I think that's one of the benefits of being like lucky and privileged enough to have an education in music, I think is that like you're trained to connect to something in music. And so I think at this point, um, oftentimes people like, if they don't know me, they'll ask me like what kind of music I like. And they're really surprised. They expect that I'm going to be like very snooty or elitist or like, oh, you know, it has to be really good music or it has to be this kind of music, but it's kind of the opposite where I think my, my journey and my experience has actually taught me that, excuse me, that most music has something that I can find in it that, that I can connect to. And so there's very few songs or very few types of music where I'm like, meh, that's really not my thing. Um, because I think I can, I can find something in most things. How about you, Stephanie? What inspired you to play the, to learn how to play and, and what music speaks to you? That's really cool. Uh, so very similar to you. I started when I was very young. I started when I was five. And so I have to say, I don't think I knew that I was inspired at that age. Um, my, my parents signed me up and my mom took me every week. And um, I grew up, well, for the first like four years of life, I did the Suzuki method. So um, it was a lot of rote memorization and listening and playing pieces that were way beyond my like reading capability. So there were like a lot of skills I learned that um, I didn't know what I was doing. You know, it, it's like, I'm grateful because I think that it allowed me to regain technical ability like later on in life. But I also like moved on from that teacher not really knowing how to read music. So that was a really interesting conundrum because I was learning by listening and playing the same song for like six months and then sending in that recording to be adjudicated and then doing that all over again. 
I didn't know that about you. That is so cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, like it was amazing. I loved my teacher, Yumi. I'll never forget her. Um, amazing Japanese lady who just was like amazing at piano. I remember one of the questions I asked her, I was like, how do you know how to play all these songs that I'm learning? <laughs> they were like such easy songs, obviously. But to me, I was just like, you're amazing. And um, anyway, so that was that was really cool. Um, and I'm, I'm very grateful that like my parents took me really consistently um, for those few years because I just really laid down a strong foundation for me. And then, um, you know, a lot of things kind of happened in, in my home life. So it kind of stopped. I stopped really progressing in a really like noticeable way. Um, and so basically, and we were moving a lot. So I was like changing teachers and you know how it is like shifting and changing. Everybody yeah. has a different method and I still, at that point, like as a young person, I did not really know if music was the right thing for me. I knew that I loved music and piano was what I had experience with, but I really didn't know if that was what I wanted to do um, at all. And What? I, you didn't know your career path when you were seven? Oh my gosh. I know. Well, I don't know about you, but I hear like my seniors in high school who are like going to college and they're like, I feel like I'm supposed to know what I'm doing for the rest yeah. of my life. No, that's not how it works. Um, I mean, maybe it does for some people, but yeah. the vast majority of people. So anyway, fast forward through like, you know, kind of hopping and skipping through different teachers and not really feeling like anything was really landing and all this stuff. And then um, I landed this church job when I was like 16, 15, actually, I think. And um, and it was just sort of a, a side gig. And I remember, you know, I, I really struggled to even just get through a hymn, like when I was accompanying people, like, again, because like my note reading wasn't very strong. I mean, I had like this ability to play, but not really in a um, really like holistic sort of way. So I remember I would like play through these hymns and I would like literally drop out when I was playing because like I would get lost and I'd start panicking and I was just like, ah, so I, I but the anybody people, that has ever had a church gig knows what that's like. <laughs> I know. It's so embarrassing though. Oh my I've God. Done it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I've, yeah. So you, yes. I'm, I mean, as a pianist, I'm sure. Yeah. We've had plenty of uh, church accompanying gigs. So anyway, long story longer, I'll try to like sum this up. But basically, um, when I was a senior in high school, I just was like, you know, still playing for this church and I had no idea what I wanted to go to college for. I had no idea what I was going to do with my life. I wasn't that really that great at piano, but like I had this church gig that I was playing and I had to show up every Thursday and every Sunday. And those were really the only two times out of the week that I got to practice due to some other things that were happening in my life. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go to college um, for general music. And I'm just, I just want to be able to accompany this church in a good way, you know? And honestly, that's like what kind of got me into school. I like studied with like the secondary teacher. I had no idea what I was going to do because I was not going to be a pianist. Like I was so far behind everybody else in like the performance degree. Um, and I, I realized though, as I like practiced more and like, I just had the space and the time to really dedicate to the instrument like all this stuff that I learned from a really young age started coming back and I was able to like learn these gigantic pieces that I never thought I'd be able to learn. And then over the course of four years, I was able to get a performance degree in piano and then went to grad school for piano. Um, but I had no idea what I was doing going into it. So it's just kind of tying that all into like what inspired me was like really just trying to play catch up so I could do an okay job to accompany a church. <laughs> And then that turned into me doing piano and music full time. And I just, I think it's kind of a testament to just how, yeah, music always takes its twists and turns. And it's like just such a, a web of 
event that allows you to be a creative person. So I just, I'm, I'm always like trying to tell like younger students who feel like they're behind or don't know what they're doing just to like relax into it and just know that like the right opportunities are going to open up for you, even if you're highly un like prepared. So, yeah. um, yeah, so I, um, I'll throw back the next question at you. Um, by the way, thanks for sharing all of that. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, um, it's, it's just sort of like, you don't know until you know, and I feel like music is something that just like wants to be realized through me. Um, but it's just like kind of a mystery to me how, and it's always in the back door sort of way. Like you know, yeah. who knew that just because I like was dropping out of hymns, I would now have like two performance degrees. Like it's, like, <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so what do you feel like your best, when do you feel like your best self with music? Do you know, when do you feel like your best self? Oh my gosh. Um, okay. I'll tell you. So my best self with music is when I can play and it doesn't necessarily have to be in front of people. It can be in front of people or it can be by myself, but honestly, it's probably actually when it, when I am with other people, because I feel more connected to other human beings. Um, but I would say when I can play probably for other people and completely get lost in the music. And what that is, by that, I mean, like get rid of all the mental chatter, be completely like paying attention, mindful in the moment, caught up in the music. So it's almost like I forget that I am the one making the music <laughs> or if it's in a group, like that I'm the one a part of the group because I'm just listening and enjoying and completely able to like love the experience. And I think that that is, that is definitely my, yeah, that's definitely when I'm at my best self with music. Or that's when I, I guess that's like the time when I love music the most and when I feel like the most in it and the most with music. So, uh, yeah, same for you. Same for me. I love collaborating with other people. Yeah. And even when I can't have the opportunity to like make music with another person, I really try to make like the audience a part of my collaboration, just because once you feel like you're not alone and you're like in a communicative experience with other people where you're just a part of it rather than the sole focus it just yeah. takes all the pressure away and all of a sudden oh. I feel like I can be a vessel with other people and like be inspired by other people rather than feel like I'm the sole proprietor for like all creativity to manifest you know? yeah, totally. yeah I, I know I've told you this and I like to um I like to use this visualization with students, but it's like, I like to imagine like when I'm going to get up and play for people or with people or whatever the situation is. I like to imagine that like all of a sudden when I sit at the piano, like there's an, a bubble that like encompasses every single person in the room and like every single air conditioning vent in the room and every single door in the room and like anything that could potentially make noise, anything that could happen, like we're all in this bubble together. Um, and it's kind of, the, okay, this might be a little bit woo-woo, but it's really kind of magical because if you think about it, it's like anything that exists in that bubble when you're sharing music with people only exists at that point in time. And you can never recreate it exactly as it is. Even if you've got the same group of people in the same venue with the same exact concert, it would never be exactly the same. And I think that that's where I start to get like really, I, I geek out and I get really inspired by music and by, and by that like sharing music experience because it's just so special and so unique. So I love that. I agree. Yeah. I love that. I love that reminder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Let's wrap up, but I'm going to throw one last question at you. Um, like, uh, let's see, what are you grateful for in music? Oh, I'm grateful for the community that music brings. And I, I'm grateful for 
the fact that music makes me feel um, emotions that words can't and that it is like a time machine. It can take me right back to the first time I ever heard that song in such a specific way. Kind of like how smells do the same yeah, thing. Totally. Like you, um, certain smells remind me of my grandparents' house, you know, or like, you know, certain songs take me right back to high school or right back to college or like right back to that really important moment. And I'm just like grateful that music is a time machine and it's a connector um and it's just yeah it's just it's it just moves me in ways that nothing else really can so yeah, yeah. i am super grateful for music for those reasons and many more yeah. what about you um why are you grateful for music yeah all the things <laughs> all the things that i think i mean the same thing as you but i think also um i guess i'll add on top of that in addition to that i love uh something that i think probably most people can connect to like somewhere on a conscious or a subconscious level like music is just a way to like it is a connector like you're saying to other people and to everything but also to like maybe things inside of myself that i don't know are there or don't know how to access except through music um so I love that as well yeah that's super cool yeah I, I could talk all day about this stuff I know me too <laughs> questions because I feel like I mean I've known you for like years now but there I don't know a lot of these things about you so it's same like, I mean, yeah we know each other on a deeper level as well and I, I'm excited to hear what other people have to say about these questions mm -hmm. because too. Oh, yeah, because everybody's answers are so unique. And, and also there's common threads throughout. And I think that's really, that just sums up what we're doing here. And also, you know, the truth of the world, which is that we're all, we're all different and we're all related. Um, exactly. Yes. yes. We're all unique. <laughs> and we're all the same, all at the same time. <laughs> totally. So anyway, if you are, we would love to hear from, um, from you about your responses. So if you're watching or listening, comment and let us know, you know, what your responses are to these questions or find us on Instagram and shoot us a DM. Um, we'd love to hear what your answers are to these questions. Uh, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for sharing your time with us. We'll see you next time. Bye everybody.